1: Hello and welcome to Movie Phone. I had to do
2: that. <laughs> I had to do that because
1: uh, Carla told me before we started that it sounds, it reminds her of that. So, you know, if anyone else has been thinking, what does Aaron's voice remind me of when she says hello and welcome to It's a Fandom thing? It's that. So I know we have a lot. It's of-
0: only been bothering me for a few dozen months.
1: <laughs> wow. So, you know, we have a lot of Gen X and millennials listening to us. So, hey, that was why I decided to do that. I totally did it on purpose. Welcome to It's a Fandom Thing and Happy New Year. This is our very first episode of 2023. And this is our very first episode doing our new format for our Wednesday episodes, which, as I've said before, is basically us just talking about what we're into And any pop culture or fandom news that we're excited about, worried about, concerned about, that kind of thing. I just thought since we're a fandom and pop culture podcast, and I know our What We Are Into episodes always do well, that this would be kind of a cool thing to integrate. It'll also be very nice for me, your host. (laughs) So these will be shorter, but uh, I can't wait to tell you what's on our next episode if you didn't already know. The way we're going to start these episodes is basically the way we used to start every episode, which is one thing we're into right now. And, you know, I was originally just going to introduce who's on, but I still like people kind of introducing themselves, although I still always introduce them, so I don't know what I'm talking about. So, (laughs) so Carla, who will be basically my co-host for the next forever, (laughs) at least month and a half. Yeah, at least month and a half. So, only Car- that Carla from Bedwetter Behead. hey, I remembered I it's a new year <laughs> it's a new year, new me, new <laughs> everything uh, what is one thing you are into right
0: now? One thing that I'm into, and I'm very into it is the glass onion because it's fantastic i um I was visiting cousins and Force them to watch it by force. I, I gently suggested several times in repeatedly stronger manner that, Hey, we should watch this movie. And we watched it and it was great. We loved it. I, th- there's not a ton. Okay. I, I will try to stay po- spoiler free <laughs> because I know a lot of people haven't watched it. And there are a lot of twists in it that you really want to watch for yourself. But first of all, the, the cast is stacked. Okay. I mean, not only do you have Daniel Craig, of course, as Benoit Blanc, whose accent never gets old, but you have Janelle Monet, you have Kate Hudson, you have Leslie Odom Jr., Catherine Hahn. I mean, like that alone is amazing. But it's also. And Norton, Norton, yes. How did I forget him? (laughs) My (laughs) gosh. Kind of a big deal, you know, whatever. But. If anything, it's funnier than the last one, it's, um, it's mysteriouser because the mystery is even more convoluted, but in a fun way, not in a trying too hard to be a sequel way. And it also kind of brings in the whole, Hey, we've all been in COVID world for the last couple of years thing, but it does it in a very funny way where you're not dwelling on it for forever. And it's 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 not a spoiler to talk about the mask that Kate Hudson's character wears, which is basically like an open fishnet stocking situation over her mouth. And that's her mask. And that tells you a lot about her character. But if you haven't already watched it, check it out. It's brilliant. It's hilarious. And it's funny as hell, which is hilarious. But now that I've said it twice... You'll see how funny it actually is. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Judy?
2: Yeah, Glass Onion was. I I just watched it last night, and I can't stop thinking about it. It was so good. (laughs) But what I'm into, I'm about halfway through um, Mythic Quest. It's on Apple TV, so not everybody has that. But um, as we learned on the It's Always Sunny podcast, I am a huge fan of that show. So I figured I might like mythic quest because Rob and Charlie and David and Megan are all writers on it and actors in it or whatnot. And um, I was not wrong. (laughs) It is, it definitely has some of that same, um, same kind of humor. So it, it makes me laugh out loud at least a couple of times an episode, but they're not, it, it, it steps away from It's Always Sunny where you're not like watching the five most horrible people on the planet. <laughs> so it's just, it's like a workplace comedy that takes place at a video game company. And so, you know, it's about a bunch of nerds and uh, it's it just, it's just a lot of fun. So yeah, Mythic Quest is what I'm into right now.
0: Awesome.
1: See, these are, well, no, I, I watched Glass Onion. I'm like, these are things I haven't seen. No, that's not true. <laughs>
0: Starting up the year with you actually watching stuff that we've watched. I love it.
2: <laughs> it could be hard because with the podcast, there's so many things you're going back and rewatching. I find myself rewatching and never watching anything new anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's, it's very true. That's very true. Although I've been lucky the past couple months, I've been able to watch stuff new because of the stuff we've been covering. It's been a lot easier when we cover movies, especially it's so much easier. So I've found that I've been able to, but it's true. Although I still think, you know, I should be able to have tax credits for all the streaming (laughs) because I have
0: to, I mean, honestly, how is that not a thing?
1: (laughs) Yes. And Paula, Hey, Hey, Paula, what are you into?
0: Hey, Hey,
3: I am actually going to uh, talk about a video game. Uh, I've been playing Disney's Dreamlight Valley and it's been a lot of fun. It's a very, it's a very calm, relaxing game when you're, you know, trying to get through the stress of the holidays. It's really cute. You're just you're in this little village with all the Disney characters that, you know, and you do quests for them and, you know, build your little house and decorate it. and You have clothes that you can wear. It's it's a life sim game, and uh, it's very reminiscent of um, like uh, Stardew Valley or Harvest Moon, kind of a mashup with that and the Sims. And it's a lot of fun. It's really cute, and uh, I have been playing a lot of that recently as kind of a a a way to just kind of decompress during the holidays, which can get very stressful. So that's what I've been really into.
1: Yeah, awesome. You know, we have certain panelists that I consider like our resident experts on certain things, or our resident people that will probably mention. Like, I know if Ishelle is on nine times out of ten, she will mention a book, and I know if you're on. I, you know, if I ever going to hear video games, it's probably going to be a uh, Paula recommendation. I mean, this is a good thing, by the way. Everybody. Right. <laughs> but I just think that's just kind of cool to have, you know, certain things. So, uh, well, this is Aaron, of course, and there's a lot of stuff that I've watched the past couple of days that are vi- that's very heavy. And I was going to recommend one of those, but I decided instead I was going to go for something really light, fluffy, kind of absolutely stupid in mind, <laughs> <laughs> but in a good way. And that is a game, the game show, The Wheel on Peacock. (laughs) This show, I watched the one episode Christmas, my sister and I were watching it and we sat there and watched like a couple. My sister was like, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go. Why'd you have to watch this show? (laughs) And it's a game show. And what it is, is they have a wheel of celebrities that are selected to be like experts in certain fields. And these are celebrities, like they can be celebrity chefs, uh CNN news correspondents <laughs> and then people like Debbie Gibson. So what they, they are sitting on this wheel that moves and then they have this host and then below the wheel are three contestants. And then that's another wheel that moves. And then randomly they shoot, they don't shoot up, but an, <laughs> one of the contestants comes up and then they have to play and they choose like a category that one of the people on the wheel is an expert in. And then that person is in gold. So if you land on that person when the wheel spins, you get double whatever the amount is you're playing for. But then you have to choose one of the celebrities on there that you think is not an expert in the category. Like for instance, piano was one of the categories. And then they're in red. And if you land on them, then they're instantly out. And then they'll shoot up another contestant. It could be you returning again, because they do the wheel. It's the weirdest show. And it was just funny because the first one we watched, uh, Steve Bernanke, who's like on CNN, Politics Guy. And every single contestant would nine to- would every time, unless it was the one that he was the specialist in, would say he didn't know anything. And so they would put him in red. It didn't matter. They're like, sorry, Steve, we don't think you know anything. So <laughs> uh, we're going to put you in red. But then what happens is they spin the wheel. You get on the person and you talk. To each other. And the questions, for the most part, are so, so easy, like really easy. And they're multiple choice. So you sit there and you're like, this is why are these so easy? Like, there's like the game in it is not stopping on the red and getting the question correct. Because if you get the question correct, you stay. If not, then you go back under the wheel and then someone else shoots back up. Like I said, it could be you again. I know this doesn't really make sense, but go watch it. But what could happen, like, when we were watching the first one, all these, this person was up there forever playing category after category, and then I think they landed on red or something. They went down there. Somebody else went up there that had not been on there that whole time, and they walked away with all of the money. So all the money that other person worked so hard to get, somebody else won. So it's also that. I-
0: so it's a commentary on capitalism,
1: it is a commentary on capitalism. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> what did you say, Judy? I started trying to visualize this. It's so, and they have a theme song, The
3: Wheel. <laughs> the Wheel. <laughs> just, I'm just visualizing people just being spun around and shot up in the air.
1: <laughs> I know. I described it weird because they're not shot up. There's like smoke and they come up in the smoke. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> That's even better. (laughs) I love this visual I've got now. It's such a funny show. I don't don't know why it's so addictive because, like I said, most of the questions are pretty easy. Most of them. And so you're like, well, there's no real, like, I don't know, you know, strategy to this. Some of the questions are hard, but you'd sit there and you'd be like, okay, well, why (laughs) – what is the point of this? But it's fun.
2: I like so what they it. interviewed the celebrities to see if they knew the answers to these things. Is that
1: like, like, <laughs> like, say you were, you're, you're, you do ballroom dancing. So you were selected as the expert of ballroom dancing, and I had shot up, <laughs> the wheels, say, spun around, landed on you. And then the question, the multiple choice question comes up. So we discuss it, and you tell me what you think the answer is. And then the contestant locks the answer in. So okay, so celebrities we, are on the show. Yes, and they're helping. Okay, with well, these celebrities, <laughs> they, they're, on the, they're on the big wheel. They're on the big wheel, and okay. then there's a mini wheel with three people. <laughs> it's like, I know. I'm not describing okay. it very well. You have to just watch <laughs> it to really see it. But if you're looking for something to completely distract you from everything, and that's mindless, I would say go for this one. And it's just funny to watch how everyone, all the celebrities seem to be really in it and into it. And, you know, and then at the very end, this is, this is my favorite part. At the very end, they have like their final round and it's for all of the money or you can try and double it. And so what they do is the whole time, all the celebrities, even if they weren't picked, have been choosing what they think is the answer to the question. So at the end, they rank the celebrities and tell you who got the most questions right and who got the least right. (laughs) So you see who's really smart and who's not. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) And the first time time that Steve Bernacki was on, he was the lowest. So I was like, that's a good thing that nobody picked him. But then another time he was on, he was the smartest. So I don't know. And
0: then they have the middle person. So it's like... (laughs) That is bananas, and I feel compelled to check it out. <laughs> <You
3: should>. Absolutely, <laughs> so weird.
2: Anyway, <laughs> like, remember celebrity like tic tac toe? Yes, or, it's like that. Oh my yes. gosh, Hollywood Squares yeah. kind of thing. Yes, yes, that's what it's called, Hollywood Squares. Oh, those shows, or that so one much where they used to answer—they were like in two lines, and they used to try to answer. <sighs> oh. oh God! And they had people on that, Like, it's an old one, like Milton Berle and Betty White and.
3: Was it matching? It, or... it was
2: hilarious. <sighs> Something like that. Yeah. yeah. I remember it was absolutely hilarious, but that's kind of all I remember about it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's fun and you know, like it doesn't take too much brain power to watch it. So once again, that's on Peacock. And so next on our thing, I want to know if there's any pop culture news, like this can be trailers or like a casting announcement or anything like that, or any fandom news that has you really excited, Carla. Well,
0: this is pop culture related. Okay, it's the new year. It's very exciting time. And you've said to yourself, hey, self, I think this year... Maybe I will read something other than the back of a cereal box or all of the tweets that populate my entire timeline and therefore life. And you think, hmm, perhaps I shall read books. And I'm here to tell you that is a fantastic idea. And if you have been using Goodreads this entire time, stop using Goodreads, switch over to Storygraph. Storygraph is great. I've been using it now for about a year and um, I've enjoyed it very much. I'm a light user of reading apps because I have enough social media and apps going on in my life. So I keep it simple on this, but I know people get, get more involved with this and you can, you know, invite friends and have like book, cha- book challenges with friends. And it's, it's, it's all kinds of cool. But I'm really kind of obsessed with talking about StoryGraph <laughs> in part because it's not owned by Jeff Bezos. So that's a, a plus right there. Mm-hmm. And the second plus is that it's owned by Black women. So I encourage you all to check it out. I think that, you know, especially in January, when you're more likely to read at least a book before you stop reading altogether by February, it's a good time to give it a shot. You know, like, it's not a big commitment. Check it out. Try it out. So, like, I know it's not, like, a big newsworthy thing. It's not, like, scandalous or anything. But I think that this is, like, oh, we want to make it scandalous? Let's do that. It's in a world where book reading apps are often owned by multi-billionaires who are also evil people. Along came a new one owned by Black women, and it changed the world. Maybe it it hasn't yet, but maybe it might. So, you know, be part of the change or something. I don't know. It's called Storygraph. Look for it in your app store and, like, download it.
1: Awesome. Thank you. When you said, when you were going to say I have too many social media apps, when you were, because Carla was pointing to her forehead, and I thought she was going to say, I have just too much information up here to do that.
0: (laughs) I mean, I do. That's why my forehead is so large. But, you know, I was talking about apps, and my my brain is not an app. I can't, if it were, I would sell it for billions. I mean, I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you. The Carla (laughs) app. (laughs) The car lab.
1: (laughs) I just thought you were just going to say, my brain is too smart and I have too much in there. So I don't need this anyway. I am too
0: (laughs) advanced a life form at this point for your silly phone apps. That's
1: really what I thought you were (laughs) going to (laughs) say.
0: I'm not even advanced enough to not eat all the chocolate that I was given for the holidays in one sitting. So I don't really think that anybody should be buying my brain or making an app out of it. I discourage that. (laughs) (laughs) so judy
1: is there an item or that you're into
2: i'm so far behind on fandom news and and whatnot especially the last couple of months i've had some travel and some family things going on so like i feel like i'm very out of the loop so the last week or so i haven't had a lot going on so i've logged into tumblr for the first time in a while and i I'm very behind on this, but I just realized that Radio Company did a concert last month in November, Um, and so I sat through the whole thing and just watched, you know, drooled over Jensen Ackles singing (laughs) for what an hour and a half or whatever. So that was exciting news to me, probably not to anybody else, but (laughs) it's on YouTube if anybody hasn't seen it yet. Um, Radio Company uh, live in Nashville or something like that. So. Check that out, but no, other than that, I'm very behind on Phantom news.
1: <laughs> well, I'm sure there are a lot of people that would be very excited about that. I mean, I'm only slightly a fan of this man, so
0: <laughs> just, just a kidding. <laughs> a bit just a bit (laughs) yeah you barely remember his name half the time it's true it's true
1: (laughs) (laughs)
2: did you watch the Nashville concert
0: no i haven't
2: okay well there you
1: go. paula has so i watched it yeah Yeah. Yeah,
3: (laughs) well (laughs) it was it was a pretty big deal on twitter for for a few days leading up to it when when everybody found out about it but yeah it was it was really good i
1: agree well, and you know, speaking of Tumblr and being behind on Tumblr, I have a Tumblr account. I've had a Tumblr account for like eight years or something. And I really, Tumblr still confuses me. And I went on there and the last <laughs> thing I was posting about was Rocket Man, So that'll tell you how long it's been since I've been on Tumblr. And then right before that was the uh, 2018 A Star Is Born. So that should tell you what Tumblr usage is. Woo, high up there, and then everything else is all Dean
0: Winchester, so
1: <laughs> played by that that dude that that dude, that dude and Dean Winchester is dude.
0: timeless. So,
2: and so is the supernatural fandom on Tumblr. So that's what's great about—we're <laughs> <laughs> still out there posting about Supernatural as if it's new.
1: <laughs> that's true. Well, but and quickly speaking of that, and this is I can um, promote our Patreon. So our Patreon supporters have decided that I need to watch the Winchesters. So that's what we're going to be doing a mini episode on. So become a Patreon subscriber for as little as three bucks a month. You can get that. There are other things, too, for the higher tiers, too. But head on over to our Patreon link in the show notes. Okay, Paula, what are you into right now?
3: Or what's exciting you, I mean? I'm very excited because season two of Bridgewater podcast is coming out this month in like two weeks I'm super super excited about that and I just found out that um well obviously Misha Collins is in it because he was you know he's the main character but this season we're also going to have Alan Tudyk and Trisha Helfer yeah so that's very shut exciting shut
0: your face right I just oh found this my out God. I was so excited yes <laughs> I love them both so much I can't uh-huh. deal I'm, I'm like having like crush sweats right now right <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah. So if you haven't
3: listened to the first season of it, definitely check it out, especially if you're any kind of a fan of like the X-Files, any any type of um anything like that. It's really good. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. So that's coming out, I think, on like the 13th or something. And I'm super excited for that
1: awesome i i loved watching both judy and carla during that because i have not listened to season one i'm one of those people but just the excitement on their faces was pretty
0: amazing so yeah i was like fairly uninterested until she said those two names and now suddenly paula i'm all about it i'm gonna be the biggest fan i'm gonna like own t-shirts
3: it's so good (laughs) you should definitely listen to it
2: yeah, it's a fun podcast. And there are- it's a fun story, although yeah. Misha's character, you'll want to just like you, you shake just, or slap you just want to or something. Him. <laughs> like what is wrong with you?
3: Dude? He's he's very much the skeptic, which is hilarious because he's, he's he's a professor and he studies like unexplained phenomena in order to debunk it and you have all of these things that are happening to him X-Files style and he's like, "Nope. Nope, that didn't happen. There's a logical scientific reason." I mean like like, Scully to the extreme just absolutely refuses to believe that anything supernatural could ever be happening. It, it's it's hilarious and infuriating. <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> yeah. And that's another reminder that someday we need to cover the
1: X-Files on this podcast. I, I, oh, sign me I, up for it if you do. Oh, my God. Too, please. That would be amazing. <laughs>
2: There's a big rewatch for you
1: though. <laughs> it's true. It's true. That's one to really, really, really take on. So I'd have to
3: give myself It's okay.
0: Over. We can o- we only need to cover the first six seasons and ignore all the rest.
3: I didn't even watch the last two seasons. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I this is not new news or anything, but I just wanted to have an excuse to talk some more about Cocaine Bear. <laughs> <laughs> I am so fucking excited for this movie. I can't even begin to tell you. I have watched the trailer so many times. I and I it cracks me up every time. If you don't know what cocaine bear is, and this is based on a true story, of course they stretched it out. You can tell because in real life, it you know the bear who did ingest a bunch of cocaine died after like five minutes. So you know I'm sure they're stretching out, but. It was quoted as saying during the time that when the bear had ingested that cocaine, during that five minutes of time, it was the most dangerous apex predator <laughs> on the planet. So they ran with that idea. This is directed by Elizabeth Banks and written by Jimmy Warden. And it's about a bear that ingested a bunch of cocaine and is killing a bunch of people. And it looks hilarious. I mean, the way the trailer is so funny. Also, this is the last on screen appearance of the late, great Ray Liotta. So, that's another reason I'm excited for this. It's got such a great cast. I mean, Kerry Russell, got um, Matthew Reese, Margo Martindale, who I just love. Uh, it's also got Isaiah Whitlock Jr. Anyway, there's a bunch of other people in it. But <laughs> sorry so excited for this one and I'm one of those people like I root for Jaws I root for Anaconda and Anaconda I always root for the animals and I know this bear is going to die I know this I think everybody that watches this you should all know because I know some people can't watch stuff when animals die but you should all know this bear is going to die I mean I don't see how unless they do a sequel Cocaine Bear 2
0: now they have their title <laughs> The sequel will be heroin bear.
1: That's exa- you know what, Carla. I am not kidding. I was actually going to say, cocaine bear moves on to heroin. I was.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's a logical progression. Meth bear.
3: Meth salts <laughs> bear. <laughs> <Basalt's> bear. <laughs> oh my gosh, Steve! <laughs> we've we've built the whole franchise for you guys,
2: <laughs> or we change the animal, right? <gasps> like it could be a oh. crocodile, or
3: like Brilliant.
1: let's
2: let's keep it interesting.
1: <laughs> Yes, yes, a whole series of
0: these. <laughs> meth meth crocodile, i <laughs> Like Meth Gator. Yes. <laughs> a whole new reason to fear the swamps. <laughs> <laughs> hey sci-fi, sci-fi channel, reach out to us. These are custom
1: made for you here, you know. I mean, come on. <laughs> you we're just you here know? like
0: popping up ideas left and right, okay? We're not even on cocaine and we're just giving you all of these goodies.
3: Look, they made a whole franchise out of Sharknado. They can make this work.
1: Exactly. I mean, you know, they had – I think they're doing – I don't know who it was. Now I can't remember who it was who I just heard wanted to make a new version of Jaws but with a moose. (laughs) I think it might have been Kevin Smith. Is it set in Canada?
2: Jared could get cast. <laughs> <laughs> finally. Oh <laughs> it's my finally God. his turn. <laughs> <It's funny. laughs> uh,
0: but I I'm going to shut up about him getting cast in things now. Bye-bye.
1: <laughs> but Cocaine Bear, I just want to say. Kill as many human beings as you want to before you die. You go, <laughs> cocaine, there, you go. i rooting for you the whole time. Uh, so, yes, I'm very, very excited about this one. I really hope it doesn't disappoint my exceedingly high expectations, you know? So, <laughs> I can't wait for this one. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. <laughs>
2: what is it is it it streaming or is it actually going to be in theaters it's going to
1: be in theaters in February uh, February 24th so we still have almost two months to wait for this (laughs) oh no I don't know what I'm going to do now (laughs) and go follow their Twitter account because Cocaine Bear is hilarious so go (laughs) follow I'm serious. The Twitter account is so funny. So go follow that. I know we also, and they're funny on, uh, well, actually, I've only seen one thing on TikTok, but they're on TikTok as well. And on Instagram, I believe too. So, you know, fun little social media content there. Well, wow. This is such a new thing that we're exploring (laughs) with doing these mini, they're kind of mini little episodes every week. But we'll probably, you know, end up adding stuff like if there is some big, huge celebrity news um, or huge fandom news that we want to talk about, we will definitely do that. So this was just kind of the way of easing into it. If you like if you hear about some kind of pop culture news that happened or and it doesn't have to all be light. This was a light episode, which I'm really kind of happy about, (laughs) Um, but it doesn't all have to be light stuff if there's something heavy going on. We are not afraid to cover that stuff. So if there's anything that happens, you know, during the week that you want our opinions on, please feel free to DM me and I will see if we can talk about it depending on the thing, of course. But please feel free to do that. So so thank you to Carla, Judy, and Paula for being the guinea pigs for our very <laughs> first pop culture and fandom news episode of the new year and of the podcast really i mean this really is the first time we've done this so thank you all so much so we will go around and close out so carla where can everybody find you and most importantly your podcast
0: you can find Bedwetter up ahead anywhere where you get podcasts that are good podcasts the ones that you that are not good podcasts eh? you know i'm not gonna judge you but ours is probably better uh, we are currently still on Twitter at bedwetbeheadpod. On Instagram at bed.wet.behead.pod. We have a um, TikTok on which we do nothing, but you can follow us there anyway for moral support. Make us feel loved. Support. Yes, and maybe encourage us to finally post something. I'm not saying it'll work. I'm just saying that. You can find me and my art and stuff. On Instagram at temis or my website carlatemis.com. That's C-A-R-L-A-T-E-M-I-S.com. Awesome. Thank you. And Judy?
2: I also am just a TikTok larker. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> post nothing. One of these days, maybe. Um, at Ballroom Blitzgeek as well as Instagram at Ballroom Blitz Geek. And on Tumblr, um, which as you've heard, I haven't done a whole lot lately with that either. But there I am, angels watching over.
1: Awesome, thank you, and
3: Paula. Um, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and now also Hive Social at it's my sandbox. I'm not uh, not super active, but I I should probably be more active on that. And if you're also a gamer, I'm also on Twitch. You can find me at my gamer tag, which is Artemis seventy five. That's A R T E M I S Z seventy five. And who knows, maybe at some point I might start streaming some gameplay, so.
1: Awesome. Yeah, I think that's the first time you've mentioned that. Except maybe on our gaming
3: episode, but yeah. Possibly, I don't remember, but yeah.
1: Awesome, yay. Well, and this is Erin. For now, you can still follow me on Twitter at EAprilBeauty. The E and the A and the B are capitalized. Be sure to like the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash it's a fandom thing pod. On Twitter at fandom thing pod. No, it's in that one. On Instagram, at it's a fandom thing pod. On TikTok, we do post stuff, but we haven't posted anything in a while. Uh, the last thing we posted, I think, was the video I did when I went to see Magic
0: Mike. So, if you want to... <laughs> which was a so, what she's saying is definitely check it out. <laughs> yes, you
1: want to check that video out. Trust me. Um, <laughs> at it's a fandom thing pod. We are on Hive, but like I've mentioned, I do not understand Hive. I'm trying to learn it. We've made two posts. So, hey, we're getting there at Fandom Thing Pod. No, it's in that one. We have a Discord. It's a Fandom Thing Pod. I know there are numbers in Discord. I don't know what ours are. So, go find us there if you want to get that chat going or get the channel going
0: or the station or <laughs> whatever it is. I think you should offer a prize for anybody who does find you there. Yes, that's a good <laughs> idea. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I will give you a podcast sticker if you find us there <laughs> and you join in the fandom thingers general chat thing is what we have there. So yes. And if you have any feedback, show notes, if you'd like to be a potential interview guest on the show, cocaine bear, <laughs> head on over to our website. It's a fandom Click contact the contact us button there. That'll shoot me an email. and We'll get back to you as soon as we can. I'm catching up on a couple of emails that happened over the holidays, so I will be getting back to you. I am looking to schedule interviews for this year, so I will have more time to do that with the way we're setting this up. So I'm very, very excited about that. And on our next episode, yes, it is back. One of the best times of the year. It's Christian fucking Bail Month, everybody. Yeah. It's the most wonderful
2: time of
1: the (laughs) year. Exactly. Yes. So I'm very, 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 very excited. Carla, who is on every single one, has been bombarded with Christian Bale (laughs) content for weeks now because I go down a Christian Bale hole, which does not, it's not meant to be. Whoa, does.
0: Save that for for like a bonus Patreon thing. It's a fandom thing after dark.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) But we're kicking things off with Empire of the Sun. And this is the first time Judy will be joining one of our Christian effing Bale episodes. So I'm very excited. And you should also know we will have the return of a very, very special guest. Mr. quote unquote Christian Bale. (laughs) (laughs) Remember, it's Carla doing it, though that everybody as a disclaimer. I mean, <laughs> I know Carla sounds exactly like Christian Bale, but...
0: I was going to say, I, I know it can get confusing because I my impression is so amazingly accurate. Uh-huh. But unfortunately, it's not him. I'm sure he, he's listening out there going, wow, why do I need to be on if she's already doing such a good impression of me?
1: <laughs> That's exactly what's going on. Because, you know, January last year... Our listenership in uh L- L.A. shot through the roof. I know that was all of Christian Bale's <laughs> friends just sitting there around a circle <laughs> while listening to the Christian Bale content. <laughs> it's okay. You can admit it, Christian. Uh So, yes. So, it'll be Empire of the Sun first. Um You can already go back and watch our live stream because that would have already happened. So, you can see quote-unquote Christian in person on the live stream. We haven't seen him yet, so I can't wait to see what he looks like this year. I'm sure he's changed a lot. (laughs) We shall see. So until next time, remember, it's a fandom thing. Black Lives Matter and Stop Asian Hate.
4: It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust.